there. You are listening to IWG Radio, the place to be for all of your wellness needs. Hosted by functional medicine physician, Dr. Nicole Rivera. We just want to take a moment to thank you so much for listening and just let you know that any of the information that is provided is strictly for an educational resource and is not intended to diagnose or treat any conditions. The lifestyle interventions discussed should not be used as a substitute for any type of conventional medical therapy. This is Dr. Nicole. I am back on IWG Radio here with Dr. Kyle. Uh, So we're actually interviewing Dr. Kyle today just about some interesting statistics around C-section and really some of the reasons you might be at risk for uh, C-section being recommended. And then in addition, uh, some of the things that you need to know about the care of yourself as well as the care of your baby if C-section is something that does happen uh, through the birthing process. Uh, So I wanna dive in and and actually introduce Dr. Kyle. So welcome, Uh, if you wanna tell everyone a little bit about yourself. Hello everyone, Uh, I am Dr. Kyle, as Dr. Nicole said. Uh, I am a chiropractor and cranial sacral therapist here at Integrative Wellness Group. Uh, I also incorporate foundation training, uh, not only in my chiropractic rehab care, but also as uh, a part of uh, the program that I utilize with all of my pregnant clientele. Uh, And I found that it has been very, very effective and helpful uh, not only throughout pregnancy, uh, labor, and delivery, but also the recovery period uh, postpartum as well. Yeah, so I always t- tell everyone, Dr. Kyle knows more about lady parts than I do. But <laughs> <laughs> Kind of a nerd. <laughs> so, uh, so one of the interesting things that I came across, and I would like Dr. Kyle to kind of speak to this, is looking at the statistics of the rate of C-section and then in addition the statistics around chronic illness. So technically the statistics right now is 46% of our births are C-section and 47% of our children under the age of 12 have a chronic illness. And I found this to be quite alarming and Speaking to that, you know, what is the connection here? And that's really what we want to uncover is, you know, why is there so much chronic illness in this young population, number one, but number two, is C-section playing a role in that? So I would like to start by Dr. Kyle kind of elaborating a little bit more on what would be the reason a woman would be would be recommended a C-section or potentially things that can happen that she would be at risk to have to get a C-section? So really at the end of the day, a C-section is, is not an elective procedure. It, it is, it is offered as, as an elective procedure, but shouldn't be thought of as such. It's really should be utilized in emergency purposes where you know either the the labor is not going according to plan if there are any risk factors uh, with the baby or mom or it's it really should be a a last resort and unfortunately it's not utilized like that Uh, we are in new jersey new jersey has one of the the highest c-section rates in the united states Um, and there are a lot of factors that can contribute to that it can depend on what hospital you are delivering at. It can depend on which practitioner you are delivering with. Uh, so it's uh, among many, many other things. It depends on you know the health of 
yourself. Again, like I mentioned, the health of your baby as well. And it can come down to how well you've prepared yourselves, not only physically, uh, but mentally and emotionally and nutritionally for the labor and delivery process. If you're not, you know, as well as you could possibly be, you know, that can lead to um, some issues that could contribute to the, the chance of you getting a C-section. Uh, there's a there's a snowball effect of you know depending on how well you've planned when your labor begins if you are delivering in a hospital if you are on you know a, a, a time clock if you will if you step foot in a hospital sometimes you are almost put on a timer if you don't deliver in a certain amount of time or if you don't progress as fast as they like the interventions will start uh, you know, they may in, in, induce labor, they may start with Pitocin to start uterine contractions, um, which can become rather painful. Um, and if you're still not progressing, they may increase your Pitocin, which again will increase your pain. You know, that may lead to the possibility of an epidural. Um, if that happens, then obviously your lower extremities are have no sensation. Um, so it's very difficult for you to have any sort of sensation of when and how to push. So again, which may limit your progress. Uh, if that is the case, they again may increase your Pitocin again. They're monitoring the baby. If they feel at any time that the heart rate or the oxygenation of the baby is not where it's supposed to be, uh, they will immediately go for a C-section. So there are a lot of factors. Uh, some, some of it's education, knowing what are the hospital protocols that are in, in place at the location where you're delivering. Um, if you've taken any sort of uh, classes while you're pregnant, preparing for your, your birth, how knowledgeable you are, uh, how comfortable and confident and trustworthy you are with your own body and with your own decisions on how you'd like your home birth experience to be. So uh, there are a lot of things. So it is partially about empowerment, which I really uh, take pretty seriously with my, uh, my families that I'm uh, taking care of. A lot of it is, is education, and a lot of it is talking and speaking. Yes, obviously, there's, there's chiropractic care and craniosacral therapy and foundation training, but it's really, it's really about answering a lot of your questions and making sure they're really clear about your wishes, comfortable about your decisions, and being knowledgeable about what can happen, what should happen, and if so, what are your options. Yeah, I think that's a really important factor for women to take away is that you know, C-section is something that if you are in tune with how, you know, that progression, like Dr. Kyle mentioned of, you know, here comes the, the Pitocin and then it leads to the epidural, which leads to maybe more Pitocin, which then eventually results in a C-section, uh, that if you're aware that that sometimes can be the procedure, then you can request and say, you know, I really want to avoid the C-section at all costs. So on that note, it's kind of like, well, why would we want to avoid the C-section? And how is this going to impact the child, but also how is this going to impact the mother? And I think that this is really important to take away because, you know, when we talk about this link of, okay, we have this high rate of C-section, we have this high rate of chronic illness, then, you know, is the C-section playing a role? And overall, when this, this baby is coming through the birth canal, that's actually when the child is exposed to some of the most amazing uh, microbes that are going to help to build the immune system of this child. 
So it's absolutely essential for the start and development of the immune system. And, you know, I had the pleasure of hearing Dr. Bush speak recently. And one of the things that he said was, you know, if you have a baby that is C-section, you know, they're, they're cutting you open, they're cutting the uterus open, they're taking this baby out. And at that point, they're usually putting the baby directly onto a scale to then continue with the APGAR um, scores. And what flora is that baby getting? That baby is getting hospital flora, MRSA, staph, strep, all of the, you know, the things that we fear when we go into hospitals. So your child is not getting your flora as the mother, which is the most essential. It's actually getting hospital flora as the start of its immune system. So this is very concerning for the idea of, of the development of this immune system, let alone already starting you know, this young child's life with, with infections. So I would love for you to just kind of elaborate a little further on that, uh, Dr. Kyle, if there's you know, more to that that you feel like women should be aware of. Well, this, this is one of the reasons why the education portion is so important. Uh, you know, we, we think about, we, we know that C-section is, is very common, and because of that, it's like, oh, well, it's, it happens all the time. It's really no big deal. I know, you know, plenty of people that have had it. My neighbor had it. My sister had it. You know, so it's, and, and they're doing just fine. Um, but it, it's really much more involved in that. Like Dr. Nicole was saying, uh, Literally, the establishment of your child's immune system depends on birth, quite frankly. It depends on the health of your gut flora, what type of flora is um, well-established in the birth canal. So during a vaginal birth, the, the type of flora that is present that we want your baby to be exposed to are groups of bifido and lactobacteria. Which are probiotics. For those of you that are maybe saying, well, what exactly is flora? So we're talking about probiotics, essentially. Absolutely. Yep. And, and this is another reason why not only myself, but Dr. Nicole is, uh, we feel it's very important to be on a very uh, good, high quality, specific prenatal probiotic, um, not only for labor and delivery time, but having a well-established and healthy gut will also decrease your risk of becoming group B strep positive which you'll be tested for usually around week 36 to avoid one becoming positive. Um, and if, if you are, then that starts, you know, a round of antibiotics, which is a whole other story. Um, so it, having a well-established healthy gut for mom is going to be vitally important, literally vitally important for the growth and development of your baby's immune system. <clears throat> and I think people don't necessarily realize that we are 80% bacteria. Right. We're, you know, we're supposed to be um, primarily comprised of the good bacteria, like the bifido and the lactobacillus that Dr. Kyle was mentioning. But um, our bodies are, are primarily bacteria, and that's not a bad thing. It's just um, proper flora and probiotics are absolutely essential for our immune systems. Uh, pretty much our immune defenses, especially our skin, you know, all of the linings um, of our eyes, the, the vaginal tract, you know, our mouth, etc. So really having this flora is extremely, extremely important. And, you know, some of, one of the other things that's vitally important when it comes to C-section versus a natural birth is 
a natural birth, you know, the child's going through this birth canal, which is a very, very small space. And this is actually very important for squeezing the amniotic fluid out of any cavities of, of the body or of the baby's body. So it's really one of the big things that will push any fluid out of the lungs. And when you don't go through the birth canal, you're going to find that this is a child that maybe is dealing with more upper respiratory issues, higher risk of croup, um, and even with ear infections because the ears are going to have eustachian tubes which also can hold that amniotic fluid. So going through that small space is not only just giving you the access to that really, really good bacteria to protect the immune system, but it's also providing um, a, uh, an avenue to get these fluids out of the organs and out of some of these cavities that is very important also for the health of the baby. Absolutely. And one, another strategy that uh, I feel is, is very important to, to know about is a practice called swabbing. So if a C-section is necessary or if a C-section does happen, uh, there is a technique called vaginal swabbing. What you can do is uh, you take a sterile gauze pad, essentially, um, insert it into the birth canal. Usually, it, it, if, all, if all the ducts are in a row, about an hour before the C-section, baby gets delivered via the C-section, and then you utilize the swab from the birth canal and essentially bathe your baby in all the good bacteria. And there's been studies that have shown that, you know, it doesn't uh, establish 100% of your baby's flora with uh, lacto and bacillo, uh, uh, sorry, lacto and uh, bifidobacterium, uh, but it can be up to 90% effective. So not a lot of practitioners practice this. There's not a lot of practitioners that are aware of it, quite frankly, and, and I think that's unfortunate. Um, but it would be a very good question for you to have uh, in your back pocket to ask your practitioners just in case, hey, if anything does go wrong and C-section is on the table and if it happens, one, are you familiar with the practice of swabbing? And two, if so, is that an option for me and can I, can I have that as part of my birth plan? Yeah, I think that's huge. I'm really glad that, you know, you were able to provide that as a resource because yes, we understand that in certain instances there is going to be, um, or the, the C-section is going to be a necessity because of an emergency or, you know, some other type of intervention. Uh, but there are options. So this swabbing is a fantastic option. It's really just a matter of knowing. And you know, one of the great things about Dr. Kyle is he is providing this type of knowledge to his client base. So he's literally coaching women through their pregnancies to be aware of the right questions to ask. You know, I think that we have quite a few of just, you know, friends, family that are, you know, having babies at this time and when you know they work with Dr. Kyle, they're like, I would have never thought to ask any of these questions. And I really didn't know what my options were and, you know, what's out there. So I, I really love that Dr. Kyle is able to provide this information and give you, you know, all of the knowledge that you need to have a healthy pregnancy, a healthy birth, and, um, and also to know what you have the ability to request with your physicians. Well, right, right now, my list is about between 45 and 50 uh, extra questions that I usually provide 
for my clients to ask their their practitioners. So um, it, it is it is a lot, but they are they are important questions. And depending on the answers that you get, you know, is going to provide you with not only information from your practitioner, but also a level of comfort. If you're not getting the answers you want from your practitioner, um, then maybe it's not the practitioner for you, and that's okay. Um, it's really about you being um, confident and trustworthy in not only the practitioner, but the process. And if you have that gut feeling that it's not the way that it's supposed to be, then maybe it's not the place you need to be. And, and again, that's okay. Well, I thank you so much for this, Dr. Kyle. Uh, for those of you that are pregnant, thinking about getting pregnant, and are interested in uh, maybe having Dr. Kyle you know, provide you with some of his knowledge or coach you through the process, please check him out on our website, integrativewellnessgroup.com. And also feel free to give a call to our office. We do offer 15-minute strategy calls with our wonderful staff and client services and they will actually be able to guide you in the right direction. But we appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us. Thank you very much.